Drew Garabo live. It really is a happy Monday. I'm Drew Garabo, and we're live along with Micah Rotunda. April Fool's, baby. Seth Kushner. I got my first in-person Tampa Win Cup this weekend. What'd you respond with? I gave a wave, and then when I passed her again, I said, go Bolts. It was a whole thing. I'll tell you, I'll tell you later. John Senning, what's the proper response when someone says Tampa Win Cup? It's not about a proper response. It's about the only response. You respond to a Tampa Win Cup with Tampa Win Cup. That's the response you give. I thought we agreed on that when we hatched that stupid idea to begin with. Actually, we didn't work on anything if we're out in public and uh, somebody shouts it across the street. I was at the park with Baby Kush this weekend. I was getting her into her car seat, and the lady was far away, and she yells, Tampa Win Cup. And I'm like, oh, my God, that's incredible. So I kept my eye on her, and I said, I have to drive past her because I could just give her a wave at that point, having trouble getting her in the car seat. Then when I drove by, I didn't want to startle her because I was behind her in the car. So as I rode by, I said, go Bolts. And then I gave a wave. She probably doesn't even think that you're a Seth yeah. Kushner now. She probably thinks she gave a Tampa Win Cup to the wrong she guy because you didn't respond with Tampa Win Cup. This guy drove by me and said, go Bolts. That's a story for the friends. Uh, I think there's only one way to take that, and that that's Seth Kush made a public rebuke yeah. of Tampa Win Cup. I've embraced yep. it, and I am actually the only person on this show that, that has been able to take it outside of these walls How and let know? it live with legitimate, legitimate personalities like Paul Delegato. Mm, you left a note on his door. I did, and it's yeah. resonated because what did he say? He didn't like the hashtag until we beat it into his head that he was going to have to love it. Well, and that's pretty much what we've done for everyone else. So Tampa Win Cup. And when someone says Tampa Win Cup to you, like John Senning alluded to, the proper response is Tampa Win Cup. Oh, wow. I see. This is how it all starts. What do we, where does it end? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. I don't know. I'm gonna have to wear, I feel like I'm going to have to just wear like a, a Bolts uniform out in public now. And oh, uh, yeah. never. No, no, no. We got we... us acting like Buccaneers fans over here. <laughs> <laughs> Our number is 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. A lot going on today. And uh, let's roll up our sleeves and uh, and get to it. Um, I saw Goonies this past weekend. Oh, wow. You throw that out there very nonchalantly. Yeah, you did what? Saw Goonies. I mean, that's a big, it's a milestone for you. Like it's also an April Fool's die. joke. I'd never see oh. that movie. Come on, you guys. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm never going to see that movie. I'll never, I, I, I haven't. There are people who think that it's a big troll that I say that I haven't seen it. I promise you, I escaped the 80s without seeing it. I escaped the 90s as well. I at this point, what does it matter anymore? You're not missing anything. It's not one of the greatest movies I of know. all time. There's no reason for you to ever watch it. Yeah, but people, for some uh, some bizarre reason, seem to think that, uh, you know, I failed to get my son uh, for the first time with an April Fool's joke, and I think that I blame uh, the jaded teenage spirit for that one. I said, uh, oh, man, uh, water main break at your school this morning as he was fixing his oatmeal because I make him do it himself now. And uh, and uh, and he said, oh, yeah, on April 1st, huh? <laughs> I said, Man, I'm he's quick. just going to go back to bed and uh, just get my, get my day started, pal. Well, I mean, that's all you had? You all, all you had was water main break? What are you going to do? He's a 15-year-old kid. I don't yeah, know. You start being inventive as the kids get older. Yeah, yeah I don't know where to go. I, I don't not even know how to communicate anymore with uh, with a young adult like that. Like, uh, Dad lost everything last night, and we have to sell all of your video game stuff immediately. Oh. Yeah. Well, oh. I don't know. That's dark. That's kind of, you yeah. know, we can that's work from there. Oh, yeah, sometimes you got to get dark. I would have <laughs> definitely told them that, uh, you know, the company sold, and it's, uh, oh. and it's over. Yeah, let's not get too close to reality. <laughs> 
going to say. And then, and then oh, you don't have to stray yeah. too far. Oh, yeah, that's right. Actually, yeah, get prepared for the inevitable. Yeah. That'll, yeah. Be, that'll be next year's day of truth. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be like, hey, read this article. It's true. <laughs> this year's April Fool's joke is also this year's June 1st horrible news. Um, so I failed at that. But uh, I will tell you, um, a milestone was reached uh, this weekend when I broke 90 for only the third time on a golf course. And, uh, Seth, I want to thank you because it was your expose that you did on my golf swing oh, yeah. that pushed me into a place of shame and made me confront whether I deserve to play golf or not. Now, what at 90, you say that like that's a good thing. What, is, yeah. what does a, a 90 mean? It means, uh, means 90 strokes or fewer. Is that? So if you, it, most golfers, most uh, hat golfers like myself don't break 90. They shoot somewhere between 90 and 100, if not more than 100, if they're being honest. So yeah. how, how did you shoot a legit 90 for the first time? Yeah, you got a secret weapon? Did you take a special supplement that morning? Did you do some special stretching? What was the key to your success? Deer antler oil? It was not uh, It was not deer antler oil. Oh. And what is the golfers, you... You can just write down your, whatever score you feel like writing right. down. You're so on your honor system. How do we right. even know? That's true. That's yeah. true. Well, I mean, I, I know. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna cheat myself. And uh, and my uh, the reason that I I think I played so well is also the reason I can back up that I broke ninety, which is I had uh, I had someone with me. Oh. And uh, hell yeah, moving on, man. I'm proud of you. Who was it? Um. Well, you know. Uh, I don't know. Who was it? <laughs> A hype girl? No, I no, I don't need a hype girl out there. No, it was, uh, you know, it was. Um, I don't even know what to what to call her now. I mean, I guess she's still my ex girlfriend. Oh, I can't even. But uh, <laughs> we're not. I will. Oh you know. lord. <laughs> okay, I don't want to do a lot of this on the air because it really doesn't help me at all yeah. off the air. But I will just say this: it had been a rough few days. For all parties. In fact, maybe even a rough few weeks for all parties. Hi, what about your listeners and us, Drew? We've been on this two-week roller coaster with you, together, not together. We we're invested. We want to know what's happening. That's true. So, so I just so you wanted time apart. That's I think that was how it was finally left. Is that you're gonna take legitimate time apart? Right. So you golfed with her last Sunday. Right. Okay. Yeah. So and, the, the, and between now and and we golfed together last Sunday to kind of. Um, put things to bed if you will like it was uh it was a uh, it was a rough breakup so we really first we had that thing on sunday and then we tried not talking to each other because that's yeah, that's where we were at on friday right. not talking to each other right on friday right yeah and that that was rough okay for all parties mm. so uh i listened finally to that inner voice inside me that said what are you doing like what why is this so hard for you? Why is it so hard not to talk to her? And why do you make her not talk to you? What are you doing? Why are you doing this? So I said, I don't know why I'm doing this. <laughs> and so on uh, on Saturday, I uh, I took my son to an audition. And when I came home, I uh, I said, All right, let let's talk. Let's talk about stuff. Let's if you know, not talking isn't working. Let's talk. We'll go out on the golf course and we'll talk. So we went out on the golf course and I promptly shot an 87. And uh, and. You know, so what? Because she was by your side for the best round you ever shot. Um, I don't think that's a coincidence. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think uh, that there's any coincidence that she was there, and it wasn't like, oh, we're lovey-dovey back together. There was some like, you know, some unresolved feelings. What? What was that? In, what was that? No, no I, so you worked, you worked, you got that, you got that ninety while working through your issues simultaneously. Um, not really working through them. We don't know where it goes. We don't know even don't even know what we want other than we like each other and we can't ignore that you know 
there's a there's a there's a thing that we have, you know. Well, I I tried to get over it. She tried to get over it. Didn't quite work. So there's a thing. So I wanna I wanna explore that so back together. You want to be together is what you're saying. We don't not want to be together. And no, we're not back. We're not back together as boyfriend and girlfriend. There's a there. You know, there's there's some work that needs to be done. I think on both sides before that has to happen. I think this is enough to make a man go gay. Not not this man. No, uh, but uh, but you know you do you, bro. Um, so she, you know, she was along for that, and then there was a there was a, a guy who I guess knew who I was. Remember the story a couple of weeks ago about the guy uh, the single on another golf course who was a, a real big dick and wanted me to play along with him. Yeah, and was kind of uh, kind of butthurt about it. Yeah. So I I assume that this guy who was playing behind me on a very backed up uh, front and back nine on Saturday afternoon had heard that story because he comes up and he, and he said, hey, Drew, you know, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, cool. This guy knows. I go, I said, do you, it's backed up. Do you want to play along? And he goes, oh, no, I'm not looking to interrupt anything. I'm like, well, we're not we're not together. Mm. And uh, and he said, no, I, you know, I'm, I'm listening to my music back here and I'm, I'm cool. I said, well, thank you. And normally that kind of pressure would make me hit a kind of shot that you caught on uh, on your camera phone there, Seth. But uh, I, uh, I I hit one of the best drives I've ever hit, followed by one of the best approaches I've ever hit with this cat behind us. Wow. So then we get, you know, we, we got done playing golf and then went to dinner together. You consummate the relationship, get huh? things back on track. Olive Garden, all-you-can-eat breadsticks. I, we thought about that. Uh, I thought about, like, parking and walking up to the Olive Garden and then turning around in fear uh, again. But no, no, uh, just a, a, a restaurant. We're trying to figure out if they had sex or not, Micah. What do you think? Nah. Nah. Depends what? on what you, where you went to dinner. I'm not asking you if you had sex. You're passing out over there. <laughs> did, did he have sex? I'm trying to figure it out. Uh, we, do, I don't think so. Depends on where we went to dinner. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, it, she's Set got a point. Tone. You get too full, you know, you you, oh. know, you know, sometimes you get too full. Well, I had a sex. nice piece of swordfish uh, with <laughs> oh, some green beans and some steamed that's broccoli. That's the meal you eat before you have sex. When you know you're going to have sex, you keep it light. Heavy on the protein. I don't know if light you noticed. Carbs. My meals have all been kind of light, well, heavy on the protein, light, light on the carbs. You're always ready. Um. So. <laughs> <laughs> so you know, we wa- we watched the Bolts get their asses kicked by uh, by uh, Washington. That yeah. was tough. Tampa Win Cup. Was it? I mean, it was tough only because not only the loss, but I felt like you know, I think we showed that we weren't going to take it. But to me, there was a point during that game where I felt like we were getting physically, you know, manhandled. Yeah. We did too. I mean, Wilson pretty much knocking Chernak to the ground. That, was, that, that hurt. That really. That brought us that right hurt. back down to earth. I'm not gonna lie. Like I, I still think Tampa win cup. Oh, Tampa win cup. Tampa win cup. I'm still Tampa win cup or die. But I, um, I saw something in those Washington Capitals that made me think. Okay, I still want to win the championship, but it's a it's a difficult road to even get to the finals. Well, I mean, they are the champs, but they also had to, to at least show the Lightning that uh, they could beat them once in the regular season. <sighs> they kicked our asses. The, on the ice, they kicked our asses in every fight. They were quicker to every puck. That was an embarrassment. Yeah, um, I don't know. I, I know just just from a fan perspective, I, these these games, just they, they don't matter to me. It's about keeping guys healthy. It's about seeing that Headman's going to be out maybe until mm-hmm. the playoffs, but he'll be back for the playoffs. And that that's what, there's just, there's, no reason to try to go out there and win these games and uh 
I like that. You should be giving the pep talk to the team before they take the ice. <laughs> hey, guys, just want to let you know, don't go crazy out there today. No reason to win this game. I mean, game. What's, what's, the, what's the point? I mean, what's no, the point right. of going out there and, and yeah. letting all of your stars get hurt to try to win a game? You've got the number one seed locked up. Right. Uh, you got, what, three victories and you win the all-time record, but who cares? Like, want, what does that matter? What is this whole, like, oh, we got to get ready for the playoffs. If they're not ready for the playoffs after getting bounced the last few seasons, they're not ever going to be ready for the playoffs. Right. So we go into this. Look, look at what happened to Duke University yesterday. If you people were saying they had it easy, there's no one who would have thought they would have fallen outside the final four, at least the final four. Doesn't that happen every year with Duke, though? They're a number one seed and they can mm. they can never really get it done. Well, not every year because they do have a few championships under their belt. But uh, this Zion Williamson, there's no reason a team with that guy on it shouldn't be a final four team. He is a beast, but he got let down by a supporting cast yesterday. And all the expectations of the world really don't matter when the chips are down. I love how they produce these college basketball games because they focus in on the coach's wife and the star, you know, athletes and former coaches. Right. And they really, they really just get, they show the disappointment in the fans. I, I love every aspect of March Madness. Um, they really get you with the intrigue. Yeah, I, uh, I'm a fan. I, uh, I had a rooting interest in Duke. I had picked them in the one bra- bracket that I filled out. But uh, you know, what happens, happens. So anyway, the, uh, the, the point is. I'm not. I'm gonna try to not overthink things anymore, and I'm a, I'm a just a critical overthinker in almost every aspect of my life to the point where, much like a lot of people, I can't get out of my own way. So in this case, I'm gonna try to get the hell out of my own way. I I don't know what it looks like. I don't know what it means, but I know that we're not here for a very long time, you know. And uh, and I'm envious of what you, John, have, what you have, Seth. And you, Micah, in love with life like you are. Uh, <laughs> me. And, uh, you know, you, you found someone who's your ride or die. And that's uh, that's a valuable thing in this world. So maybe I have too. Well, and I and, and without, you know, dwelling on it going too deep into it, I told you this off the air that you've made your love life very public. And we know that there have been many women, good women, beautiful women that have come in and out of your life. That you've had no problem letting slip away. So the fact that this one seems to be resonating with you so much, I really think that you should probably read into that and, uh, you know, let it go as, as, as far as, as uh, you both wanted to. Would you say, Seth, that Listen to Your Heart is one of your favorite songs by that awful band uh, Roxette? Mm. Um. Well, I mean, uh, the song from Roxette. What? What are they saying? Um. What's that other song they have? Oh, you know it. You've oh. got the look. Yeah, that's that's your favorite. That's their best work. But this is definitely beautiful. It's a good one. Sometimes you have to do it. I'm not a huge fan of the cheesy music of the 1980s. I love more of the new wave stuff. But something about Roxette has always spoken to me. And you have to listen to your heart. This song's not by Kelly Clarkson. <laughs> oh, she did this? I thought it was her song. No, no, That's no. Probably how do you know it? It's on DDR Max. I got a double A on this every time. Oh, Dance Dance Revolution? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I was, what is she talking about? I had no idea what she was talking about. <laughs> All right, so I have a question just about your, your new relationship. Sure. So the things that you didn't like about the relationship before, you know, whether it was like you wanted to be free or you didn't want to get questioned all the time, did you work those things out with her? Is that nope. going to be different this time? Nope. Nothing's been worked out yet. Nothing at all. So, I think what you did was prove to yourself that you really, really love her. By taking that short stint, you just said, okay, if I need this person, I'll have this undeniable desire to have her back in my life, and you proved that to yourself. So you know that you need her. 
Well, need is a scary word for you me. You want her. Thank you. Need is a very scary word for me, both from feeling it myself and feeling it from other people. Being needed, except by my son, terrifies me. Being wanted and loved, 100% okay with that. Well, 75% okay with that. The other 25% I struggle with. Oh, uh, playoffs right around the corner, and Drew's back together. Yeah, I not, can't help but feel like the, t- the timing. Not back together, but I, I would say we're on a hockey game level. So, you know. So well, a girl you're not even technically with still ranks before everybody in this room. Just so we're clear. Well. Not not ready for a label yet, but ready for, for, for playoff tickets. At the end of the night, the most I'm getting from you, you, or you is a hug. Speak for yourself. I'll, uh, hey, I'm, I'm negotiable. I'll give you a Dutch rudder at least. I don't know what that is, but I'll mine won't be as good as his, but I'll do it too. Thanks, Seth. I'll buy you a pretzel. That's actually what a Dutch rudder is. It's buying someone a pretzel. The Dutch rudder, Seth, is when... Oh, well, okay, yeah, all right. 727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. Tell me I'm feeling naughty today. So uh, so that's where I am. Wow, that, that's that was a, some that's, weekend. That's a hell of a weekend. So yeah, I um, it really was. Like I was going through uh, some uh, teenage-like angst. I had talked to some people about this situation. I talked to myself about this situation a lot. And I was like, I, I don't know what to do. But I don't want to. Uh, I, I don't want to be sad anymore. You know. Um. When when you're trying to decide what to do, all those listeners that have called up the past few weeks and given you advice, mm. did they did they pop in your head at Every all? Every single one of them. And thank you all so very much for shedding insight into my life, which I didn't have. Yeah. Every. Every piece of input from people I know, from people I don't know, it all popped into my head. And then I just, uh, you know, typed it all into the brain computer and 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 then listened to the heart, like Roxette told me to. And what it spit out is. I still don't know. I still haven't found what I'm looking for. That's what you two said. And maybe I have or maybe I haven't, but I'll figure it all out. Well, while you figure it out, we're just going to sit here, just remaining Carabo strong. We're going to be here for you. Thanks, guys. Yep. Appreciate that. Right You're back I. on the hockey list. Yep. 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 yep, ranked uh, two, three, and four uh, right here in the studio. So anyway, uh, got all that uh, worked out, and then last night headed to PDQ uh, on the invitation of our buddy Jeff, who, by the way, would like to know what you guys uh, would like to eat on Wednesday Ooh. when he comes to visit with a filmmaker and the subject of a documentary. Uh, this cat's name is Sam, and he's been working at the PDQ in Carrollwood for six years. He has Down syndrome. Um, he is a subject of the documentary because of Sam, and it's about his life. He was voted homecoming king, much like Seth was at Gaither High School. Uh, the, his was a couple of years ago. I was. Weren't you? What? No, not even. You. Well, you, they retired the number though. Okay, you, that's not even. Thank you for. God. I would have voted you, King. Okay, no, you wouldn't have. <laughs> you would not have known me. That's you were on homecoming court though. Certainly. I wasn't You're on actually, actually. Sweetheart of the Spanish club, I think. I wasn't. On anything. What? I was an unknown. This okay? So I don't know why you're talking about this wonderful kid, and they had made this movie about him, and now <laughs> you're bringing my dark high school days into this setup, and I don't feel like I needed that. <laughs> Did you get uh, voted for anything for, like, a mock election? Like, yeah, most, most likely, likely to, to be a shoot serial a killer? <laughs> That's not Okay. <laughs> We love you. Man. <laughs> all right, so we're joking about school shootings now. It's okay. It's all right. Oh, that epilepsy. We got tons of jokes. 
727-579-1025 and 800-771-1025. So anyway, uh, I yeah. went I went to the PDQ for the uh, for the documentary uh, trailer release party. They were showing it there and met uh, Sam and his girlfriend, who's uh, who's beautiful, and he's very excited about coming on our show on Wednesday. Uh, to tell a story, and I will tell you, Micah, if you can get up here, uh, this guy will frigging set your world on fire. What a spirit this guy has, and uh, everybody that I've talked to who has been going to that PDQ for a while speaks of his uh, his commitment to service, and he just really wants to see people having a good time there, and some of those best videos that you can watch online, um, other than ants devouring things. Uh, is when you see a person with Down syndrome in a work environment and the pride that they take in in serving people with a smile on their face and helping people have a good time. It's a trait that we, quite frankly, all could and should adopt, but we don't uh, because we see maybe the world through cynical eyes. And uh, when he comes in to tell his story on Wednesday, it's really, really going to move you guys. So I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, thanks to Jeff and PDQ for having a really big community mindset and throwing an event like that and putting their support uh, behind both Sam and this project. It was a, it was a really, really cool time, and uh, he'll be here on Wednesday. So when we come back, y- you watched what I watched uh, last night, except you watched yours on Saturday. Uh, I watched mine on Friday. We have such dissimilar tastes for two people who have so much in common. Mm-hmm. You you watched this and loved it. I, I loved it. Not only did I love it, it was one of the best things that I had watched in quite some time, personally. This is one of the worst, cheesiest pieces of crap I've ever seen. And we're going to decide next if you should watch it, Seth Kushner. For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done.